The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is Wetlock, my true unscripted chronicles as a prison wife. Join me on my journey as I share some of my crazy stories updates on my husband, and how to maintain a healthy relationship within the prison system. This is not your average love story. Welcome to Wetlock. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. To accept this call, press 5. To block this call and all future calls, you may begin speaking now. Babe. What's up, baby? I love you. Before we jump into our episode, it is time for the cocktail of the day. Today's cocktail is called a Dirty Shirley. Woo! (laughs) Okay, so we're going to need a tall glass of your choice. Make sure you fill it with ice. We're going to take two ounces of vodka of your choice. Kettle one, of course, for mine. One ounce of fresh lime juice, one ounce of grenadine, and four ounces of lemon lime soda. We're going to put some cherries and lime wheels to the side for garnish. So now we are going to take our vodka, lime juice, and grenadine and pour it over the ice. And we're going to add the lemon lime soda. We're going to stir it with a tall spoon. And then we're going to garnish with our cherries and lime wheel. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the cocktail of the day. A Dirty Shirley. Enjoy. ladies self-care is so important now more than ever that's why when it comes to my skincare i use clean rituals complete serum the benefits are impressive clean rituals keeps your skin smooth reduce signs of aging gives you that radiant look most of all maintains healthy looking skin 
I love this serum, guys. And trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life. Looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skincare now. That's K-L-E-A-N-R-I-T-U-A-L-S.com. Now back to the show. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? Okay. Oh, what a day. What a day. I have been trying to get everything together for this episode. Um, I know I was supposed to post yesterday. Of course, Mondays at 9 p.m. is the regular scheduled program, but I had to make a few adjustments. I had some things that I wanted to add in, um, and I will go and get into that later on in the episode. But hello, 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 hello. Um, Yesterday, of course, you know, was my visit with my husband. I will get into that later in the episode as well. But I wanted to get serious for a minute, guys. Um, You know, this is my journey, my unscripted, raw, uncut journey. And um, in order for me to tell my story, my day-to-day, you know, dealing with my husband that's incarcerated, you know, I like to sometimes talk about myself and the things that I go through um, within my marriage, within my relationship, but also just me on a personal note. This is my story. This is my journey. And um, what I am noticing is that I am getting a lot of feedback from a lot of you wonderful women out there who are just really pushing me to be my best and great self. Um, I feel like you guys are holding me accountable. I feel like you guys are really feeling me and the things I go through. And it's, it's very inspiring to know that what I'm saying is meaning something to someone out there. Um, what I'm saying is a complete duplication of some of the things that I experienced within my marriage or just me personally. So today I wanted to just talk about me. Um, I saw a post yesterday by Milano and she posted um, some things about herself, but along with her post, she made a post um, in between certain pictures that she posted. And what it said was, once you own your flaws, no one can use them against you. Remember that. And it stuck with me. It stuck with me because I wanted to open up and be transparent. So that's why this episode is called Transparency. There are personal um, battles and obstacles that we all go through, you know, personally outside of our relationships. I mean, we are individuals and before anything, you have to be happy within yourself so that you can be a better person for whoever you're in a relationship with, marriage with, um, 
even for your children, your family, you know, you have to be your best self or as close as your best self self as possible. So I wanted to just talk about myself. You know, I do talk about the ups and downs between me and my husband. You know, I share a lot of crazy stories that we go through, you know, but I never just really talk about me. So today I wanted to do that. I really wanted to do that. Um, a couple of days ago, I talked to a friend. Um, honestly, one of my best friends, we hadn't talked in years. Okay. Um, this is somebody that I've been knowing since I was in the fifth grade. Um, we were best friends all the way through middle school, high school, uh, adulthood and everything. Um, and this is a friend who, I mean, is knows all my shit, all my dirt, all my shit. We did a lot of things together, a lot of first things together. Um, we did a lot of cra- just the normal teenage, early 20s, 30s type of things that you do with your friends. We were learning life. We were growing up. We were experienced on a, a lot of things together. And we hadn't talked in years. Um, and she reached out to me, uh, about a month ago, you know, and I have been so busy that I didn't have time to really reach out to her. I didn't have the time to really sit down and really communicate. Cause I really honestly did not know where the conversation was going to go, but we did talk. We did talk. It was a great conversation. Um, and what stuck out to me the most that I really want to shed light on is that we could not figure out why we hadn't talked. We couldn't figure out what happened. There was no real argument. Um, we had a few little, not, I can't say disagreements, but, um, there was nothing that happened to make us not communicate with each other. Nothing that we couldn't put on the table, nothing that we couldn't discuss. I mean, after being friends since you're like, what, 10, 11 years old, there was nothing that we couldn't talk about. And like I told her, I just think it just was like anything else. You talk, you talk, you create a habit. Just as quick as you create that habit, you create a habit of not talking. Um, and that's what happened. It just went from one day we didn't talk to one week that we didn't talk to one month we didn't talk to three months we didn't talk to six months we didn't talk to a year we didn't talk and it went on and on and on. So we were able to talk. I'm really glad we were able to talk. You know, we laughed, you know, we talked shit. We reminisced about certain things. Um, we told each other that we missed each other. We told each other that we loved each other. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. My takeaway from it was, what did we stop talking about? And before we ended the conversation, I told her, I said, you know, it's crazy saying this, but we got more time behind us than we do in front of us. So I really don't want to ever have to experience, you know, not talking to any of my friends. Um, especially when it's so minute or we can't, we don't even know why we haven't talked. And it brings me to me as a person. A lot of times I feel as if I'm extremely misunderstood because I move different. 
I express myself differently. I look at things differently. Um, what's important to me might not be important to someone else. I'm extremely empathetic. And that's the plus that I give myself because I do know how to put myself in other people's shoes and try to understand how other people are feeling, sympathize where other people are coming from, even if it's outside my own personal realm. That is the one thing I am extremely, extremely glad that I was blessed to be able to do because it gives you a better understanding outside of yourself. Um... I had a friendship with someone for over 20 plus years, 20 plus years. And our friendship ended due to miscommunication, um, rush to judgment. And instead of talking about it, it went left and got extremely ugly. And the thing that stuck out to me the most, that bothered me the most, was that out of 20 plus years of friendship, I wasn't given the opportunity to even sit down and have a conversation to figure out what was going on, what had happened. I felt attacked for no reason. Um, I always tell people a lot of things that people think I'm thinking about or think that I'm worried about, I'm not. And that is... 99% of the truth for me. This person had it in their mind that I was doing all of these things behind their back, but had no reason as to why. No reason as to why, just assumed it. Allowed other people to get in their ear and push that assumption, push that agenda. And the whole entire time, I'm just over here being a friend, <laughs> a true loyal friend. And when I was confronted with it, everything that came my way was an assumption. It was all wrong. The reasonings were all wrong. And once I was able to express, you know, like, hey, I don't even understand what you're talking about. You know, I don't even have this issue that you think that I have. What crossed the line for me was the whole assumption. If you're my friend, if you're my friend and you love me as your friend, whether it's family relationship, even sometimes me and my husband have this conversation. If you care about me and you love me, please give me the benefit of the doubt. Don't jump to conclusions because that is the most disrespectful and hurtful thing a person can do to you who claims that they love you or claim that you're their friend. I was thrown out there as if I was a bad person, a bad friend for no reason whatsoever. But the fact that that person could think that way about me was it for me. It summed up my whole 20 year friendship in one conversation because there has never been any ill will in me towards that person. So if I didn't talk to that person, if I hadn't spoken to that person, if I saw that person with other friends and doing other things, I didn't think negative. I never thought negative because my heart is so genuine and so pure. I just don't think that way. But they did. And it led to a very ugly, ugly falling out between me and this person. 20 plus years of friendship. And it has been years since we have spoken. I do not have the desire to speak to that person. Um, 
but it has made me understand a lot of times when it comes to friendships like I just don't think the way everybody thinks I had at no point and this could be a flaw of mine I had no point ever think that my friends are deliberately doing something to hurt me I don't I have respect for my friendships and I respect the individuals enough that I don't feel that way and the reason why I'm bringing this up because this is a part of my transparency I have had people such as my past friend I was explaining to you about I have had people where when they are so mad at me so mad at me the truth comes out how they really feel about me the hate comes out how they really feel about me and I'm not a person who feelings get hurt very easily, but when my character is questioned, when my character is doubted, when my name is slandered, or when I am 100% disrespected, I do feel a certain type of way. And that's what happened within that friendship. And each time I have had a dilemma within the friendship, I have had people that care about me, that say they care about me and say that they love me to come back with things that they either know about me from, from learning from me and our, and our friendship, because most of my friends have been my friends for a very long time. They use everything that they know to hurt me, try to hurt me. And it is so baffling to me. It's so baffling to me because my response and rebuttal is never matched to that i'm a person of integrity i'm a person of respect i have said it a thousand times whatever i learn within my friendship whatever i know within my friendship with the person once the friendship is over or we don't communicate it stays right there I don't use the information to get back at them. I don't use the information to hurt them or put them down because I'm, I'm in my feelings. I've never been that type of person. I have never been that type of person. Um, but I have had those things done to me, unfortunately. And again, this brings me back to my transparency. Uh, about a month ago, I had shared with my best friend how, you know, a lot of my friendships, when they go south, the people who claim that they're my friends always try to come back and use things to hurt me. And those things add on to insecurities. I am human. We are human. We all have insecurities. We all have a little bit of flaws and things that we don't like, things that we wish we could improve that's outside of, you know, the way that we can improve them. Um, and so when you confide those things in people, or those people know that those are your insecurities, they will turn around and try to use them to hurt you. So I wanted to take this time because, like I said, the 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 meme that I saw from Mulatto really, really did inspire me to be my transparent self today on this episode. Um, for years, for years, for years. Well, I'm not gonna say four years, but 
since recording this podcast, I have always wanted to do live, always wanted to do live. I wanted to go live in my second season, but I was insecure with what I saw on the camera. Now, this is where my husband plays a major part in this for me because my husband loves me for who I am, how I look, don't see nothing wrong with it. I'm so hard on myself to the point where, you know, it gets up under his skin. And it's a lot of things that I hold on to myself. But I am now here today putting my transparency out there to try to take some of that power back because I noticed that this is what people love to use when they're mad or in their feelings or whatever the case may be. I've always been a good friend. I've always been a true friend. I've always been a loyal friend. There is nothing that a person can do or say to me to hurt me to the point where I will become the person that you are. I know a lot of stuff about people. I know a lot of stuff that'll hurt people, that'll damage people. You know, my mouth can get extremely reckless when it needs to, but it's never against the people that I love or that I loved. I don't have it in me. I was raised with grace and therefore I just let the cars fall how they need to and I let God handle the rest. And that is exactly how I move. I have had, especially the the last friend, but um, my 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 transparency uh, today is is mostly about my weight that I'm not happy with. Um, you know, it, I'm getting older now. It is not as easy to lose weight like it used to be for me. 30, 30, 60, 30 to sixty days, I've snapped back like it's nothing. Like I can remember ex boyfriend asking me like, "Are you on crack?" Like, because it was so easy. It's not as easy now. Um, Being a business owner, being that I do my own thing when I want, how I want, I'm not as mobile. I'm not as active as I used to be, which kind of goes against all of that too. But <laughs> one thing I ain't never been is ugly. <laughs> so I am not at my full potential as far as weight is concerned. And that was a big barrier and obstacle for me when it got time for me to record visually. I didn't like what I was seeing. I didn't like what I was looking at. Now, I'm not caught up in, you know, what's on TV and what people look like and the big booties and the big, like, I'm not caught up on that. I love my shape. I love how I was made. That's not it but I'm so used to not being in this body of weight. So it really hindered me from doing what I really wanna do. And I shared this with my best friend, you know, about a month or so ago. And I also shared with her that, <laughs> which is, it's, it's gonna, this is gonna sound very, very mean, but this is very much well the truth. Um, and it is what it is. Um, my friend who I'm no longer friends with, I can remember when things got so bad between me and her, she talked about me so bad to me. And I was like, wow. I looked at this girl with loving eyes, like friend eyes. I saw nothing wrong with her. Did I agree with everything? No. Did I agree with the way she did things? No, we don't with none of our friends, but I genuinely love the people that's in my life. Call me a fool, but I do. Everything about them. 
I see none of that. There's no hate running through me that when I get mad, I have something to say because I don't. Another part of my transparency is outside of the weight issue, I need braces. I need braces. I need braces on the bottom two, three teeth now due to me being in a horrible, horrible fight with an ex-boyfriend. First fight I ever had with a guy. First guy ever put his hands on me, first and last. Um, And it shifted my bottom teeth. I literally have been so insecure about that for so many years. That was another reason why I didn't want to do any type of visual. I'm like, I got to get my teeth done. I got to get braces. I got, you know, I got to be perfect. I got to be perfect. When I go see my husband, he makes me feel so good and so confident that he loves me just the way that I am. And and let's be honest, I've never been with anybody that ever has really complained about any of those things. These are my personal flaws. This is my transparency. This is me taking my power back. But what she did to me stuck to me. And it it has bothered me for so long that now every time I do something, I can hear those words in my head. Um, and so when I read that post, I was like, you know what? This is me taking my power back. Yes, I need braces. My husband's like, you know, don't get braces. We're gonna we're gonna get veneers. You know what I'm saying? And and I think he has perfect teeth, but we're gonna we're gonna get veneers. Don't worry about that. I sent the videos of the 5k celebration to my cousin I'm like you know I want to put them out there but I just don't I need to lose some more weight I don't like the way my teeth look I just didn't want to shoulder people having something to say to me because if a person that says it who you thought was a friend that cared and loved you what do you think strangers are going to say now do I really give a fuck no I don't but I know internally it would bother me because it already does So I'm telling my cousin this and I love my cousin so much because the first thing she said to me was, look at Cardi B's teeth. She didn't care about what people think. She was on TV. She was doing this. She was doing that. She got her bag. She got her teeth fixed. Look at Nas. Look at Fabulous. Look at J. Cole. Look at this person. Look at that person. Do what you got to do. Don't worry about that and just handle your business. And I was like, dang, I didn't think about it that way. You know, the thing that I'm noticing about just our flaws and the things that we deal with as women or just as human beings, when you look at yourself a certain type of way, that's who you are to yourself. When I look at the mirror, I want to see that person that I'm used to seeing, that person that had the perfect teeth, And that person that was the weight that I wanted to be. So I'm hard on myself because of those things. But I refuse to stop everything I'm doing and stop being my best self because I am worried about the flaws that people aren't even paying attention to. So I am here today to tell you. I am going to start doing my lives. I am not going to care if I need to lose 30, 40, 50 pounds. I don't care if my bottom three teeth need to be done because they do. And it's just me. 
And until I get to that point to make it happen, this is me. And I love me and I am embracing that. And on my journey, I want to bring you guys on that with me to understand like the way my husband loves me, everything that I have gone through with him within this relationship, within this marriage, it has really showed me a different type of unconditional love. Like seriously, I don't have to doubt anything with this man. And sometimes it drives me crazy because he doesn't care. And I do care. Like we actually argue over me saying, I don't think I look good today. Or I don't, I don't, I don't feel like this today. I don't want to do this because I don't feel like it's going to be cute. I don't want to send this kind of picture. And he's like, I don't care about any of that. And he's so serious about it. And we fight because I'm telling him I'm not good enough for this. And he's telling me that I am. This is a part of my journey. This is a part of who I am. And this is a part of the beautiful love and relationship that I do have with my husband. That's why I say he is my friend. I think it is very important that we communicate with each other. I think it's very important that we appreciate the friendships that we do have. And I think it's very important for us to understand each other. Sometimes nothing is wrong. Sometimes everything is okay. But don't jump to conclusions and miss out and lose a friendship because you're in your feelings or you're mad about something that doesn't even exist. I am harmless. My heart is pure. My love is genuine. I don't do anything out of spite. I'm not vindictive. Um, I love on everybody. I'm good to everybody. But when those moments hit and it becomes a question of my character, a question of who I am, a, a question of my beliefs, or even a question of our friendship, it makes me shut all the way down and that's exactly what I did with my last friendship and it's been years it has been years since we've talked and again like I said I do not wish to you know rehash rekindle talk about it sit down or none of that the the damage has been done but I just really wanted to take my power back because I really have been living in this bubble as I can't give my podcast and give my listeners the full potential because I am so worried about what people have to say. I laugh at my friend Demita a lot of times because she does the same thing. She will talk about herself before anybody else does. And I used to be like, Demita, stop doing that. Didi, stop doing that. You know, and now I understand because it's like, hey, like, I'm not perfect. I see my flaws, but I'm not going to allow you to tear me down from something that I can already see what's going on and I love I love me and either you're gonna love me or you're not but this is who I am and I admire that about her as well so this episode is really about being transparent of who you are if you fully are transparent with who you are to you and you take that power back for you you open it up for people to love you for you you don't walk around with insecurities and people sense that or are you settled because you feel like you're not good enough or this is how you see yourself when other people may not look at you that way. You stunt your growth, 
you stunt the love that people have for you. Um, and you're moving in fear. You're actually moving in fear. And I just want to thank my cousin seriously because when she said that to me, and I think my cousin is perfect. Like, I think my cousin is so perfect. I love my cousin. I think she's so perfect to me. Um, but when she said that to me, I felt empowered. I felt good. I felt like, you know what? You're right. You're right. Like, this isn't something that can't be done. This isn't something that can't be fixed. But either way it goes, it the cosmetics and all these things have nothing to do with who I am as a person. And I have let it control me for way, 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 way too long. Yes, I need to get my bottom teeth done. It is for sure a fact. Um, and I had a person that I cared about really, really hurt me by using those things against me um, because they were angry. And I'm taking my power back from that because that kind of resonated with me and it stuck with me for a very, very long time. Um, I don't do videos because of it. I don't do TikTok things because of it. Like you never see me talking on video on live or anything. Like literally this has been something that I have, um, that has controlled me for a very long time. And I'm taking my power back from that. I'm going to do what I need to do, you know, to handle my business, you know, to take the necessary steps to, you know, get my dental and everything in order. And it's not that I couldn't. It's not that I couldn't. It's not that I couldn't afford to or anything like that. Um, I, I guess I don't know. Like, I just I don't know. I, I have no excuse for it. But now is the time. The time is now. Um, and again, this is my journey. This is me telling you about me. This is me telling you about me. Um, I don't know what you could take from this episode, what you can take from what I'm saying to you, but I will say this, hurt people, hurt people for one, honor your friendships, love the people that are your friends, respect your friendships. Um, don't go on too long, not talking to people. Don't be that that you don't have to look at it as kissing a person's ass or you know um you had too much pride and too much ego to reach out to that friend i'm glad my friend reached out to me after all these years it's crazy we had no idea why we hadn't talked um and just love love on people love on people be your best self be your best self and please 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 whatever you do guys just be your genuine, authentic self. Take the words that inspired me from Mulatto. And again, it was once you own your flaws, no one can use them against you. Remember that. Take that with you. Own it. It's powerful. It literally resonated with me that I said I wanted to talk about this. I had to get this off my chest. Now, the world knows, <laughs> the world knows, and I feel okay. I feel okay. Um, and when it's time for me to go through this process, I'm going to take you guys on this journey with me. I think this will be super cool to see me taking that step um, and you guys taking it with me. I also, oh, I'm so excited. I also have been invited. Um, to my cousin's Botillion, and I get to be Cinderella. <laughs>
I get to dress up. I get to put on a ball gown. I get to be beautiful. And I'm so excited. And I am going to be dieting and drinking a lot, a lot of water because I have a dress that I need to get into. And being that I was not able to put on a wedding dress, I am going to put on a dress, okay? I'm putting on a dress. I want to feel good. I want to look good. So you guys will be on that journey with me. You're going to hear me talk about all the up and downs of just my, my weight loss journey. I've done it three times before. When my dad passed away, I was a complete gym rat. I got so small, so toned. I loved my toned body. Um, so I know what to do when it's time for me to do it. So I'm on it. I'm excited. I can't wait to put this dress on. I just can't wait to have a night out, like a tuxedo, ball gown, elegant affair. Like I want to feel like I'm going to the opera. And that's what your girl is planning on looking like. So two personal journeys that you guys will be on with me. Um, thank you so much for allowing me to speak my truth, to bring you my flaws, um, and to be transparent with you, to be transparent with you. And like I said, again, when it comes to your friendships, love your friends, don't take your friends for granted, um, respect each other, understand each other, be empathetic. But I promise you, if you have friendships that are built on hate or when it comes out, you know, if a person can tell you all these horrible things about yourself, they never really liked you. They were never really your friend. To me, it's like ammo. They were, work, they were waiting to shoot the gun. They were waiting to use these bullets. They were there and they were waiting. And I have felt like that. I have had a friend that I was. 100% a friend to do me like that. And it was a very hurtful thing because I genuinely cared about this friend, but it's okay. That's was God's plan. Our path ended where it was supposed to end. I have some wonderful friends in my life, some great friends in my life. Um, and we moving on and we, we are moving on. And that, guys, is all that I have. Oh, the other thing I want to jump into real quick, the recap of the 5K celebration. Okay, so that was just a little a little kickoff. It was a little kickoff. It's not the the it's not exactly how I wanted it to be. I had plans. I had big plans. Um I wanted you know, my cousin, my best friend, my husband's daughter, you know, I wanted certain people around me for this celebration. Um, it didn't work out that way. It was a lot of other plans that were made in the midst of me postponing, as I said before. And I am trying to take this podcast so seriously. I am trying to be more persistent and consistent with making sure I drop these episodes, making sure I bring this content. And with the, within the planning of the 5K celebration, I originally wanted to do it at my best friend's house. Um, I postponed it. And the day that I was going to do it, um, my husband's daughter was having something as well. For me, I just went into plan B mode. I knew that it was going to be almost impossible for me to do both or for them to do both. So 
I couldn't postpone. And I just went to my friend Erica, who was already like, hey, you know, you still want to do this. And at the last minute, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. You know, if you're a if you're available, you're able, let's let's do this. But it's not the celebration that I really, really wanted. So I'm going to do um, I'm going to try to do another one. I just have to get my planning a little bit better. I have to put the event together a little bit better than 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 what I did before. Um, like I said, everything kind of started happening at the last minute um, because I kind of didn't have a choice. You know, when you're doing this podcasting, it's so important that you got to stick with these dates because people are listening. I had to realize this is really like a TV show. Monday nights at 9 p.m., subscribers and listeners listeners are looking for my show to drop um and i've had to really start taking that seriously i really really did not to mention um sponsors you know people who are asking for me to to do sponsors you know for their ads or their businesses their brands they pay attention to that you know they are basing a lot of their business from what you're putting on your show, making sure that you're consistent and telling these people about their brand, about their business. So it's really about being professional. And it was really about just 100% business. Like I really had to put this episode out there. I really couldn't keep postponing. I had been posting all over the place, talking about it. And last season really showed me that I cannot let personal things get in the way. I can't let emotions and stuff get in the way. The show must go on. I have to take off that hat and put the business hat on and keep it moving. And that's exactly what happened with my um my celebration. I just had to jump into plan B because I couldn't put it off any longer. And it's just how it went. It just 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 how it went. But The good thing about it is this is my show. (laughs) This is my podcast. And I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. So with that being said, I'm going to do it again. But this time I'm going to do it the way that I want it. With the people that I want around me, the way that I want to do it, it's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. Um, The numbers are continuously climbing. So the, the celebration that I'm looking for, when I hit 10K, That's the celebration that I plan on having. And that's when I want all the people around me that weren't around me um, when I did the 5K uh, celebration. And like I said, I loved it. I loved it. I loved the interaction with me and Erica. I think we had a great time. We laughed. We talked shit. We had some good drinks. Um, And I, I really appreciate her for, you know, taking the time out to at the last minute really come through for me and do it because it was last minute. (laughs) I mean, literally we was just, when she pulled up, I was still getting stuff together. I hadn't even gotten dressed. Oh my God, it was a hot mess, but we pulled it off. We did it. Like I said, it was a, 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 a rough, rough draft quote unquote we tried something um just to see how it was gonna go um couldn't even do the live streaming or anything so there's always room for growth (laughs) there's always room to improve and there's always room to do it again and that's what i plan on doing but i appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening to me letting me be transparent letting me talk about my flaws um And just listening and subscribing and passing the word on. Oh my God, I'm at 
56 now. 5,600 plays. Just last week, I was talking about I was almost close to 55. Um, two weeks ago, I was at 5,300. And I think like maybe three weeks ago, I had just hit 5,000. So you guys are really listening to me and I love it. Hopefully, you guys will continue to listen. Um, again, thank you so much. I like... I, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. But I wanted to share. I wanted to share about me today. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for spreading the word and joining me on my journey. This is season three, episode six. Okay, guys, so now it is time for the updates on my amazing husband, the extra report. My husband is currently taking math class, and every day he tells me that the math is kicking his ass. <laughs> I told him that I was going to send him um, a book, Algebra for Dummies, and he was like, don't send me that shit. I don't want that shit. I don't want to read nothing outside of class but I just think it is so funny how he's just so defeated with this math math is is, is hard you know math is really hard and it's crazy because at 45 years old nothing that I learned in algebra nothing that I learned in any of my math classes I use today <laughs> but it's something that's imperative that we must learn um Certain things in our life will require for us to use them. So I just try to continue to encourage him and, you know, just tell him, just keep going. You got this. You know, he failed a test and turned around and passed it. So he is just <laughs> going through it right now. But I commend him for trying and the fact that he wants to pass and he wants to get it right is very, it's commendable within itself. Um, he told me he had to buy some work boots and I'm like, what kind of work boots? So, you know, he's trying to explain the work boots to me and I'm on the phone like, so are they Timberlands? Are they like high tech? And he's like, no, they still tow boots, you know, da, 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 da. He's working in this warehouse and he dropped something on somebody's foot not too long ago. And he was like, if they wouldn't have had those boots on, it really would have messed them up. So he was like, he knew he, at that point, he needed to go get some boots. So he decided he was going to wear the boots in visitation so I could see them. And it's crazy how he just remembered that. He told me about the boots 
last week. So when, when I went to see him this week, he had the boots on. And I'm like, okay, those the boots. He's like, yeah, these the boots. So he got himself some workman boots. Um, but he's doing great. He's really, really happy. Our visits have been going really, really well. Like every week it gets better and better. Um, we're learning so much more about each other. Um, the chemistry is, is just crazy and we're really enjoying each other. And I'm, I'm extremely happy for that. Um, this, this bonding process that me and him are going through, um, I'm just grateful that it wasn't one of those situations where it's like, okay, yeah, it was all because of the email and the phone. Um, but outside of that, I mean, we got along before, you know, when we were friends before he was incarcerated. But again, this is a different type of relationship. So I'm just glad that we are, um, we doing good and we are working on something big. We are working on something big. We have a business idea and we're, we've been putting our heads together, um, doing research and, you know, kind of going back and forth about our feelings towards it. But we working on something pretty big, pretty, pretty big. And I'm excited because I really think, I really think this is, this is really going to be something good for both me and him. I have a lot of stuff going on. You know, a lot of things that I do, I have candy treats with my um, business partner, Tracy, uh, Tracy Big Deal. I have my bakery. I have the podcast. Um, I have my, uh, natural hair care stuff that I do. So I have a lot of little things going on, but I think this right here for me and him is going to be something really, really, really good. So I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'm not even going to announce it. Um, we got some, some homework to do, researching to do, and a lot of going outside research to do for me right now. I'll probably have to travel a little bit. Um, but it's something big. It's something big. I'm not going to keep talking about it. But yes, we're having a great time during our visits and we're just loving, loving each other. <laughs> and that's it. He's happy. He's positive. He's staying productive and he appreciates all the love and support, you know, for this podcast, especially all the prayers and the uplifting that you guys continuously um, keep giving. So thank you. That's all that I have on the updates on my amazing husband. He's great. <laughs> He's great. And we're great. But that is all, guys. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Again, this is Wetlock Chronicles Podcast Season 3, Episode 6. They say behind every man there is a great woman or in some cases, a crazy strong woman. These stories are about the women behind their incarcerated men. Some you may know, some you may not. But this is her story. Her story is about Remy Ma. Tuesday, May 13th was a rough day for Remy Ma. One day after her planned jailhouse nuptials to fellow rapper Papoose were called off due to a misunderstanding about an alleged skeleton key Pap wore when he showed up at Rikers Island. 
On March 27th, Remy Ma, born Reminis Smith, 26, was found guilty of two charges of assault in connection with an argument she had with a friend, during which the friend was shot two times while the two women struggled in a car. According to Remy Ma's lawyer, Ivan Fisher, the New York Supreme Court sentenced her to eight years in prison for charges of assault, weapons possession, and attempted coercion. Fisher said the prosecution had originally requested a 13-year sentence, less than the max of 25 years she was facing. But the judge in this case gave the rapper eight years. Fisher said it's possible the judge in this case was swayed by an emotional address Ma gave the court during the proceedings, during which she addressed the victim directly. Both Remy Ma and Fisher have said that the shooting was an accident. After the sentence was handed down, the Associated Press reported that Papu screamed, all you want is money, in the hallway outside the courtroom, seemingly addressing Barnes Joseph, whose civil case against Remy Ma had been dropped but could be refiled in the future. Barnes Joseph was in the courtroom for the sentencing but was not in the hallway when Papu began shouting, the AP reported. As he was escorted out the courthouse by court officers, Papoose reportedly added, lock me up, lock me up. Fisher denied that the key Papoose wore to the prison over the weekend could unlock handcuffs as was widely reported. Which brings me to the man behind Remy Ma, her husband, Papoose. Shamali Mackey, born March 5th, 1978, a Pisces, is an American rapper. Well known for his freestyles and prolific mixtape output. Papoose has released four studio albums and 29 mixtapes since 1998. On May 12, 2008, he exchanged wedding vows with the rapper Remy Ma over the phone while she was incarcerated. In February 2016, they officially married in a formal ceremony, which was featured in the season finale of Love and Hip Hop New York's sixth season. She gave birth to the couple's first child on December 14th. What touches so many people's hearts about Papoose and Remy Ma's relationship is how he waited until she got out of prison to be with her. Quote, for whatever reason, people took the opportunity to try to kick me when I was down. And the only person that 150% dedicated their life to me and to making sure that I was okay, not just physically, but mentally, like I was put in a place where it was designed to drive me crazy within 90, di 90 days was my husband. She continued, he used to tell me, don't listen to them. They don't know what they're talking about. You're going to be all right. You're going to be good. And it was times where I wasn't too sure about that. She also said he was so bad that I had to tell him to stop coming to visit me. No, seriously, though. The first year that I was there, he came every single day. That's no small feat considering the maximum security prison in Bedford, New Jersey, I'm sorry, in New York, was about an hour and a half drive from where Papoose was living in Brooklyn at the time. With the women, she said it would be literally tumbleweeds blowing through the visitation door. The boyfriends leave, the husbands, they leave. Meanwhile, the couple will be celebrating 
the 10 year anniversary coming up. She also said, I just couldn't fathom counting in years. And where my window was, all I could see out the window was trees. So say if it was 2009 and the trees were green, I knew I had about six or seven more summers to go. If it was 2013 and the trees were bare, I had about three more winters. That's just how I counted my time in seasons. In fact, those yearly patterns inspired the title of her forthcoming album, Seven Winters, Six Summers. But this isn't about the Grammy Award winning, nominated Grammy Award winning rapper. This is about Papoose, a strong man that held his strong woman down while she was behind the prison walls. Papoose, a husband, a friend, a loyal partner, a strong man behind his woman that stood strong behind prison walls. Makes a prison wife wonder, huh? Would your man hold you down the same way? Having a spouse incarcerated isn't easy. You go through a lot emotionally, mentally, and it can become a financial burden as well. Fed Up Wives is my nonprofit organization that's set to help wives and families of federal incarcerated inmates. We provide counseling, emotional support, and financial assistance for inmate phone calls, postal correspondence, visitation expenses, and back-to-school assistance. To contact us, email fedupwives.org at gmail.com or call 404-543-8688. Now back to the show. The night before visitation. It is now 10.34 p.m. Sunday night and I am winding down for tomorrow. You already know, it's Monday, visitation day. So I am getting it together. Um... Gosh, visit number three. Visit number three now feels a bit normal. I'm not as anxious. I haven't even figured out what I'm going to wear. So it's definitely getting normal now. 
So I am going to call it a night so that I can get up first thing in the morning, get myself together and get on the road to see my husband. Yes, as Beyonce said, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on to see my husband. <laughs> so I will talk to you guys in the morning. Smooches. Good morning, good morning, good morning, guys. It's Monday, and Monday is visitation. I hope you guys are having a beautiful morning, and by the time you hear this, a wonderful evening. So, yes, it is Monday. It is 8.25. Oh, my goodness, I'm so tired. <laughs> but... I am up. I am up. Um, I am about to get my morning started with, of course, a cup of coffee. And then it's time for me to get myself together and dressed so that I can hit the road. I already gassed up. I gassed up last night. Oh, my God. That was so smart. <laughs> I'm smart sometimes, guys. But, yes, I am... Up, oh, about to make some coffee, get myself together, um, so that I could get on this road to go see my husband. Um, I think I'm gonna try to get there probably around the same time as last week. Um, so yeah, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on to see my husband. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> Smooches, guys. Hey, guys. Oh, my gosh. It has been a struggle this morning trying to figure out what in the world am I going to wear. Or should I say what is going to be appropriate this week? Now, the first week I wore a sweatshirt, was told I couldn't wear a sweatshirt. Only shirt that I had to change into was another sweatshirt, which again, the guy let me, you know, pass for that. Last week, I said, okay, no sweatshirt, no hoodie. I'm going to wear an Adidas jacket. Got there. I was told I couldn't wear my jacket. And the guy was like, do you have a sweatshirt? And I'm like, hmm, the sw same sweatshirt that I couldn't wear last week. Mind you, it was cold. It was chilly last week. So I had to take my jacket off. I had no jacket, no sweater, no sweatshirt, no nothing. So today I decided I am going to be smart about this. So I have on a t-shirt. I have on a sweatshirt. Just in case I can't wear my sweatshirt this week, I do have a button-down fleece shirt that I am going to wear as a jacket push come to shove i can button it up what can they say it's a shirt but anyway i have strategized this thing on out i have stopped to get my breakfast and i am about to get back on the road 
on my way to see my husband. It is a beautiful day outside. The weather is pretty nice. It's cool. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. So yes, guys, I am on the way to see my husband. Stay tuned. I know I'm always asking you guys to sign up and become a Patreon. Well, for my next five new Patreons, I'll be giving away a few gifts. Now, this is kind of like playing roulette. You never know where the ball is going to land. So take a spin for a chance to win. A clean rituals bundle, which includes the essential essence and the complete serum. A $20 Starbucks gift card. Or an Amazon discount up to 80% off. 80% off, guys, off any eligible products, which includes electronics and home and audio, kitchen and dining, beauty and grooming, patio, lawn, and garden care. Now, once you become a Patreon, you'll get a personal message from me detailing what you won and how to retrieve your winnings. Let's gamble. Now back to the show. I have arrived. Oh my God, there's so much going on. <laughs> I'm trying to get myself together, hopefully. I don't have to go come back to my car. But I am here. I am here. Visit number four. Yes, visit number four. Okay, guys. See you later. Smooches. Well, guys, another successful visit. Oh, my God. It just seems like each visit gets better and better and better. Um, I really enjoy spending time with my husband uh learning each other just it's just really really amazing like it's amazing and when I sit across from him I just have this natural organic comfortability with him where I could just be myself. It doesn't matter if my hair isn't perfect. It doesn't matter if it's something in my eye. It just feels just very organic, very natural, very on purpose. And I'm really, really loving it. Um, We talked, we played, we laughed. We got to know each other a little bit more, you know, just talking about different things in our past or just things that we like, we don't like. It's a bond that's being created. Um, and I'm really, really loving it because we're doing this face to face and I'm enjoying myself. I'm definitely enjoying myself. I'm becoming a lot more relaxed. The only issue is, and I'm sure you ladies can whew, side with me with this one. My stomach was cramping so bad today. Oh my God, so bad today. And I'm like, I got to sit here for these couple of hours. I don't like using public restrooms and just all that coupled up with cramping, being on my cycle during a visitation. You know, and I mean, this is, this is, this, these are, these are the things that are going to happen, but this is the first for me. So he made me very, very comfortable. Um, 
and was very pampering and loving. And again, I just really, really love my husband for the way that he just loves me. Plain and simple, the way he just loves me. So I am now on my way back home. I have stopped at Starbucks as I do every time I'm on my way back home because I'm always so tired. I'm, I always leave my husband just feeling very complete, um, very rested. And when I say rested, just very, very relaxed. Um, I'm telling you, those hugs just pull something out of me. Like he just take everything that I'm feeling and thinking about uh, for that past week before and it all comes out in the hug. So now I'm going to grab this Starbucks and I am on my way back home. Thank you guys again for being on this journey with me. I'm so glad I could share this um, journey with you guys. This phase of a new part of the journey with you guys. So see you later. Talk to you later. Smooches. Hey guys, I am finally home. Oh my gosh, that felt like the longest ride ever, only because I was slightly in a little bit of pain, stomach cramping and everything. So I'm so glad to be home. Now I can just kick back, relax for a little bit before I start to edit and jump into this episode, um, episode six. But again, wonderful visit with my husband. I'm really, really loving these visits. I'm really, really excited um, when Mondays come. I truly, truly am. Our chemistry is great. We have great conversation. Um, and and I really enjoy spending time with him. Like, it's, it's really one of those things where it's like, dang, like, it's over. You know, I want to stay longer. But the blessing in it is that I'm able to get on the road and go see him um, once a week, you know, being that he's not too far. I truly, truly thank God for that. But I'm loving, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm in awe of this space that we are in. You know, it just takes me back to thinking when I was, well, actually driving home, I was actually thinking that I wasn't looking for this. I wasn't looking for this. I didn't even think this was something that I wanted especially being that he's incarcerated um, due to the trauma that I experienced dealing with my dad passing away while he was incarcerated. It was just a lot of things that I can honestly say um, is this, this relationship, my relationship with my husband is helping me overcome a lot of things, but this is just something that I wasn't looking for. And I guess this is what happens when you're not looking for it. So I'm truly, truly happy. Um, I'm really glad that I get to bond with my husband on a different level. I'm so glad our chemistry is through the roof. I'm so glad we get along. Um, and I promise you our friendship has so much to do with it. But that is it, guys. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I am now about to sit back and relax for a second. Um, take this all in. Still sit in the moment. I'm sure my husband's going to call me in a minute. He's already called me on my way home. So... Visit number five, guys. This was, yeah, this was visit number five. And 
it was wonderful. It was wonderful. It gets better and better every single time. And no, I did not have to run back out. This is the first time I did not have to run back out and change my shirt or jacket or anything. Um, so that was a plus. That was definitely a plus. But again, guys, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I appreciate it. Now it's time for me to sit back, relax for a second so that I can come back and jump into episode six. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Mwah. Okay, guys, let's pause for a second. Did y'all catch it? Did you catch it? I went from visit number three to four and five. Oh my God. I am so excited and in awe about going to see my husband that I have skipped four and five. I have fast tracked myself all the way through visit number four and five. Oh my God. But this is what happens. This is what happens when you're excited. You just completely lose track of time. And that's exactly what happened. But this has been visit number three, guys. And again, thank you so much for being on this journey with me and my future <laughs> visits four and five. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I really, really, truly, truly, truly appreciate you guys being here with me. Mwah. Okay, guys, it is time for some quick updates. First and foremost, I have a new website. It is wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog. So it is basically the same website, but I now have an official web address. And it is going to be more like a personal blog. It's going to be pretty much the same thing. Um, merch, episodes, um, upcoming events. Nothing will change. Nothing will change. But it is more about me, my personality, the things that I like, um, you know, certain things that I want to talk about, I want to promote and things like that. So yes, it is wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog. That is the new web address. As of today, as of today, I am at 5.6, plays on Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, my God. Just last week, I was saying I'm trying to get to 6,000. When I get to 6,000, I'm, 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 I'm looking for that big 10. And I promise I'm getting there. I thank you guys so much. Seriously, I really, really do. Like, these numbers, it just seems like every day I'm hitting another milestone. Every day I'm hitting another goal. And I owe it all to you guys. Thank you so much. And please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It is so important for you guys to do that. Not just my, anybody's podcast. We love to see the rates. We love to see the comments that you guys leave on how you feel about the show, what it does for you. Um, each episode, if you're on, if you're using Spotify, there's a comment section where you can create um 
a back and forth dialogue with me, with other listeners, you know, a whole form can be formed. So make sure to comment, give your feedback, good, bad, whatever it is, I will interact with you. I promise I will. Um, to become a Patreon, don't forget to go to patreon.com. Look for Wetlock Chronicles podcast. I am doing a giveaway, which you should have heard um, earlier in the episode. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on my giveaway now. You know I love Starbucks. I don't like giving up Starbucks gifts cards, Starbucks money, nothing. But my next five new Patreons be looking for these giveaways. Um, my business partner, Tracy Big Deal, my business partner for Candy Treats. If you guys are familiar with Candy Treats Atlanta, yes, I am part owner of that. But Tracy has a foundation called the Mom Movement. Um, she does a lot of giveaways, a lot of giveaways for kids, kids clothing, um, toys, shoes, you name it. She's been doing it for a couple of years. She's doing another event on May the 26th from 11 to 2 p.m. It is going to be at a location called The Spot. That address is 1976 Flat Shows Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30316. Um, I will post this on the Wetlock Chronicles podcast, Instagram, the Facebook. I will post it on the website. I will post it on Patreon as well. Um, and I will post it on my personal Instagram and TikTok, which is Rashida underscore the brand. So if you need this information again, it will be posted, excuse me, everywhere. But it's the mom movement. They are giving back. The location is the spot, 1976 Flat Shows Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30316, May 26, 2023, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. They'll be giving out clothing, toys, and more, and there will be free food, which I'm quite sure um, candy treats will be there as well. So be looking for that. Write it down. Um, put an alert on your phone, whatever you want to do. It's and and they're all they're nice things. They're not like throwaway. You know, they, they she normally has some really really nice things. Now, if you want to give and donate, you can also um do that as well. Like I said, look for the flyer. I'll post the flyer. If you have any more questions, you can email me, DM me, or however you want to do it. Um, and that is all. That is all that I have. For the updates, guys, I, I cannot think of anything else, but of course, to continue thanking you um, for all the love and all the support. Um, I have been getting some amazing emails, some amazing messages, and I am trying to respond to everybody. I will. I will never be too big or too famous. <laughs> oh, I'm just playing. I will never be too big to just not interact with people or communicate with people you guys keep me on my toes you keep me learning something you keep me researching um next week next episode i'll jump into some important um uh facts of serious note facts you know i'll jump into that again i just been so focused on my visits with my husband i want to take you guys on that journey with me which i will continue to do but I think that that is all that I have for the updates, guys. Like, seriously, this episode was about me. This was about me getting in front of my flaws, being transparent, um, 
because it's so much more that I want to do. It really, really is. And everything is love. It's much love. I love everybody. Um, and for the people that don't like me, that have so much to say about me or whatever the case may be, just please, as long as you keep it to yourself, we'll all be safe and we'll all be fine. But that is all that I have for today. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and listening and joining me once again on Wetlock Chronicles podcast. This is season three, episode six. I appreciate you guys. Mwah. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. To follow this show's social media, you can follow Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and the YouTube channel under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Twitter is Wetlock Podcast. To follow this show on Patreon, go to the Patreon platform and look for Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. The website is wetlockchroniclesofaprisonwife.wordpress.com. To follow my personal Instagram, you can go under Rashida underscore the brand. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. To accept this call, press 5. To block this call and all future calls, you may begin speaking now. Babe. What's up, baby? I love you. Me too.